This is the first time I can recall giving thanks for missing Thanksgiving. My entire life just flashed before my eyes, and I don't like the ending. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 10, The Eula Brick Road. It's the 183rd episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Mike Farrell, originally aired on November 19, 1979, and the production code is S607. Not another one. I'm afraid so, sir. Lieutenant, your face is greener than your fatigues. Why don't you park it for a bit? Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Come on, Rizzo. I'll steer. You just move your feet. Colonel, you know how you feel after you've been out all weekend drinking cheap booze and eating chili dogs? Yeah. I wish I felt that good. Now, you just hang on to the bunk. I'll get something that'll put you and your stomach back on speaking terms. I can take the truth, sir. What is it? Rabies? Was I bit by a rat? No, it isn't rabies. We just got the lab report. Looks like salmonella. Salmonella? Who are they? And the plot summary for this episode, Hawkeye and BJ get lost in enemy territory while Klinger's Thanksgiving turkey sickens most of the camp with salmonella. Will you slow down to the speed of sound? I can't hear myself scream. Klinger said we had a hurry. It's only 74 miles as the jeep flies. Might be more than that. We're lost. Lost? As in, where the hell are we? Not totally lost. We're still in Asia. You said this was a shortcut. It is a shortcut. Look how fast we got lost. You nerd, go back. Back where? That's where we weren't lost. Watch it! Hang on! All right, for our guest stars, we have Soon Tech O, who played Ralph. He's best known for the voice of Fazu in Disney's Mulan and the direct-to-video sequel Mulan 2. He has starred in many films and also acted in television series, including Stargate SG-1, MacGyver, MASH, of course, Charlie's Angels, Airwolf, Magnum P.I., Hawaii Five-O, Kung Fu, Zorro, and Touched by an Angel. Sadly, soon passed away this past April. Ah, a good, a good amount of uh, classic TV there. Oh, he's on. definitely, yeah, he's definitely yeah. a well-known character actor. Oh, I recognize him quite yeah. a bit, actually, for yeah. a lot of the stuff. Yep. Uh, oh, one of my favorites. Uh, G.W. Bailey plays Sergeant Luther Rizzo, now most known uh, for playing Lieutenant Stroke Captain Thaddeus Hallis in Police Academy films from 1984 to 1994, and Captain Felix Maxwell in Mannequin 1987. He played the role of Detective Lieutenant Louis Pazina in TNT's television crime drama The Closer and its spin off series Major Crimes from 2005 to 2018. And then we have Byron Chung, who was the North Korean patrol leader. Some of his notable roles include appearances in television shows such as Temperatures Rising, The Streets of San Francisco, The Fantastic Journey, four episodes of Ba Ba Black Sheep, The Rockford Files, Salvage One, seven episodes of MASH, 
Hunter, Gabriel's Fire, The Agency, The West Wing, Alias, and four episodes of Lost. And Bob Okazaki plays a farmer. Now, Bob's last role was in Archie Bunker's Place. Never wow. heard of it. He has not. That was a spinoff of All in the Family. Mm, okay. So, yeah, this is early 70s. He hasn't been around for a while. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Jeff Maxwell, who returns as Private Igor Straminsky. And Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. And one more return. We have Roy Goldman, who plays Roy Goldman. Thank goodness you're back. Pleasure to see someone who isn't squatting, doubled up, or lying down. Colonel, what's wrong? You look awful. I'm glad you noticed. I'd hate to feel this rotten and have it just be my little secret. What's wrong, sir? Salmonella. The whole camp's down with it. Klinger got a Thanksgiving deal on some low-mileage turkeys. Colonel, with all due respect, any fool would know better than to actually eat gypsy poultry. If there's one thing we don't need around here, Winchester, it's hindsight. Now, let's get to post-op. Pierce and Honeycutt aren't back yet, so Mulcahy's been doing a solo. He'll be glad to hand over the reins. You look like you can use some rest, sir. I'll be all right, Margaret. Colonel, I insist. You won't do any good if you make yourself weaker. Major Houlihan, don't get your Irish up with me. We can handle it. And we shall, uh, Colonel, just as soon as we've taken a little time to freshen up a bit. Uh, fine, you do that, Winchester, and I'll have room service send you over a nice turkey sandwich. So, uh, you want to move it now or move it later? Oh, moving now to... Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, I, again, I, I thought this was quite a strong episode. Um, I thought it's wonderfully written by... Um, um, is it written by Mike Fowl? I think it's yeah, written. Mike, yep. Uh, wonderfully written by Mike Fowl there. Um, I've had salmonella poisoning, so I know how horrible it actually is. Um, so I did feel for all the people on this uh, in this camp. Unusual for MASH, we do have a really good Jeep crash uh, as, yeah. as opposed to suddenly cutting to a Jeep upside down in some flames. This one is actually very well directed because it, it does almost seem like you see them, you know, both uh, Fall out and of Hawkeye yeah. falling yeah. out of it. Um, yeah. So that's a really good thing. And I love the little story where the fact that the guy just wants to be captured so and he pretends <laughs> to have them as prisoners. That's nice. Um, Klingo obviously falling sick, you know, about right as well. Uh, I mean, you kind of think that this turkey, you know, probably came out of a can or something <laughs> like that, you know, which is, which is always pretty, pretty horrible. Yeah. And I love the way that Margaret is incredibly angry with uh, with Winchester throughout this, especially when Rightfully she tears the, so. yeah, the side of the wall, that, uh, the oh, tent wall down. So uh, good. And I think, and I'm sure this is the first time we get to see BJ's motorbike. This is where he gets yes. it from. This is his first one. He has two throughout the series. This is his oh, first he? one. This is the yeah. first motorbike. Yeah. Okay, right. Because I did look to see if this was the one that we see in uh, the final episode. It didn't look quite right to it's me. It's not. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, don't, I don't have many notes for this. I just thought it was a wonderful bit of um, banter between Hawkeye and BJ when that they, you know, they think they're going to get caught and they're going through it and they get to the farmer's house and you know they find the, the, uh, the bike. And again, the, the other storyline where they're all falling ill is really good to see how you know, Margaret once again takes control of the mm-hmm. whole camp. Uh, and you know shows how strong a character he is. Um, so yeah, seeing her and, and Charles, which is always a good pairing, Margaret and Winchester together. Yep. Um, I love seeing anything when when both those two actors are, are together. They they really do play off each other really well. And like you said on the previous episode, it's just good to show how a fantastic um, match in casting uh, they got right for Mash. Uh, yep. This this episode proves it really. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I give it also an eight out of ten. 
I loved that follow. You know, I'm a huge follow Mulcahy fan, and the fact that he felt like he had purpose. He was loving yeah. every minute of it. You know, he wasn't <laughs> sick, but he was in charge. You know, he was kind of in charge and taking care of everybody, and he just he felt like he had a purpose there. And you know, there's been lots of episodes where he's questioning his purpose there and doesn't feel like he's accomplishing anything. But I thought this was a really nice little nod to him, just you know, to show that he does he does contribute when needed. He can step up and do it, and he did the yeah. job. He doesn't complain. He you know. He, he just, I loved his whole demeanor about it. Especially, you know, when you had Winchester who did nothing but complain. <laughs> um, but yeah, when Winchester went to Margaret and said that I'm a doctor, not a woman. Absolutely not. Absolutely and unequivocally not. Me, wash and clean. I'm a doctor, not a woman. <gasps> about cleaning the, 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 you know, the sheets. I almost, yeah. I'm like, wow, you can tell this is a sign of the times. Because there's no way... <laughs> That they would ever say that in any anything current. Oh no! Because it's just no. so offensive, you know. To the woman's job is to clean, you know, and that's his mindset. But it makes sense for the character. It's just like having, you know, when uh, Frank would say horrible things. And this isn't the this this won't be the the you know the last time this happens because in a couple of episodes time we have a very similar thing happen with yeah. uh, a, a, with Scully character and uh, but oh my god I, yeah I, I, I think I, I don't think we should ever shy away from writing stuff like that. It annoys me when people say you know you sh- you couldn't write stuff like that now. Well, yeah, you should because it highlights uh, you know what times were like back in the fifties, the forties, and fifties. You know where at the end of the day in the fifties the bloke went to work, the woman stayed at home, she had children, she did the cooking in the cleaning and uh, as husband got back he expected his dinner on the table and that's what it was like i agree i agree with you if it's set back in the day like pre-70s i I would say when i said you couldn't do that now i mean like in the 2000s there's no way you could write something like that now if setting it now yeah Yeah. Yeah. setting it back then oh of course i think like you said it should be done because that's how it was Mm -hmm. it was horrible back then you know you watch old movies now and you're like oh it's like some of it's like cringeworthy because you don't you don't realize how bad it was, but that's just the way it was back then, you know. Yeah, but secretly, secretly, all <laughs> men are longing for that <laughs> that time to come out where you can come home from a day's work and get your dinner. And it's roles reversed in my eyes. I'm the one who I do a day's work, come that's back right. and the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So that was really that was I loved, and as you mentioned, I mean, Hulahan going after Winchester and their sparring was just perfect. Yeah. Those two just, have, they have some this amazing chemistry. And I like that it's not, because at the beginning it was kind of sexual and you were like, weren't sure. But I don't think it's sexual at all. They just, they just, they go at each other's throats and it's just amazing. I, I think it's more, I think it's more uh, admiration and respect. Than, I, yes. I've never really got anything sexual from it. I, yeah. I've always thought it's more Winchester ultimately being kind of like finding his equal of mm. the opposite sex where the fact she's uh, a major uh, she's in charge. She's incredibly competent. She doesn't stand for any kind of crap. Yeah. And uh, and maybe maybe under from from his point of view, she'd be the ideal kind of like perfect wife because you know she wouldn't stand for any of it. But I think it's I think it's basically a growing mutual respect, and that and that keeps going and going and going throughout the whole of this uh, run of Mash right to the very end. Oh yeah, totally, totally. No, but I really this was uh, again like you mentioned a solid. A and B story. Both were great. I enjoyed all the BJ, Hawkeye, and Ralph stuff. Uh, I thought it was so funny because he kept trying to, you know, he's helping them. And then, you know, they was get ready to leave on the on the motorcycle. And he gets upset, you know, because he's like, take me with you. I, you know, yeah. I surrendered. And so they have him come on. And then they get to camp and they start walking to the mess tent or wherever they're going. And again, he's like freaking out, like, take me with you. 
Um, I just I liked their interaction. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, overall, a really solid, another solid episode. And you gave it an 8 out of 10? I gave it 8 out of 10. I gave it 8, and IMDb also gave it 8 out of 10. Nice. See? Yeah. We're on par with the, the, the average person. <laughs> <laughs> How condescending of you. <laughs> uh. Ah, the Marines have landed. Father, you look like you're pretty busy. Oh, oh indeed. But, Majors, I don't mind saying this is an exhilarating experience. I've never felt more useful or needed. Uh, Apparently the good father's been most effective, Margaret. What these uh, people appear to need now is rest and attention. In other words, nursing. Hard it. Pop out for a quick shower and a short nap. Let me know if a doctor's needed. Step one foot outside that door, Buster, and you'll need a doctor. There are bedpans to be cleaned, linen to be washed. Someone will have to turn to in the kitchen. You can start with the linen. Start what with the linen, Major? Washing it. Margaret, surely you'll <laughs> jest. Okay, you can start with the bedpans and work your way up. Absolutely not. Absolutely and unequivocally not. Me wash and clean? I'm a doctor, not a woman. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I have a few here. I'll start us off. This is the second to last episode in which Gary Burkhoff is mentioned in the opening credits. But obviously he's not seen. No, no. And the title is based upon the route followed in Frank Baum's The Wizard of Oz, the Yellow Brick Road. The word Yalu comes from the Yalu River, which provides the border boundary between Korea and China. Very cool. This is also the first appearance of G.W. Bailey as Sergeant Luther Rizzo. And Hawkeye refers to BJ as a nerd, but the term nerd was only invented in Dr. Seuss's 1950 book, If I Ran the Zoo, and only began entering regional usage in 1951 when it meant somebody who was a square. Uh, it didn't really become common until the 1960s when it morphed into its common modern usage, which is the way Hawkeye used it. Well, I didn't know that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah. The boob microphone shadow can be seen when Hawkeye, BJ, and their captive stop to help the old wounded man. Oh, okay. Pops in every once in a while. It does, yeah. Damn those booms. <laughs> Klinger is blamed for the salmonella epidemic because he procured the turkey that caused it. However, salmonella is caused by eating improperly cooked turkey, making it the cook's fault. This would have been known to even a well-read layman at the time, let alone a doctor like Colonel Potter who joins the camp in blaming Klinger. That's right. It wasn't Klinger's fault. No. It was the unseen cook that we've never seen. <laughs> it's that Igor again. <laughs> <That's up. right. laughs> Uh, this episode is nearly identical to a season four episode called The Bus, in which Hawkeye, mm. BJ, Colonel Potter, Frank, and Radar get lost on the way back to camp and run across a Korean soldier who wants to surrender. Soon Tech O plays the surrendering soldiers in both episodes. <laughs> that's funny. And there you go. And that's the reason why Alan Alder said what he said. About, uh, uh, um, fun fact. I've got the fun fact. Uh, in the popular game Trivial Pursuit, there is a claim that Hawkeye only saluted one time during the entire series. He actually saluted Radar on two different occasions, saluted Frank without thinking about it, and then also saluted on several other occasions. So that's a pretty big oversight for a board game that prides itself on accuracy. Yep. Very true. I mean, now. but the comment, you, when you think of Hawkeye saluting, you really do think he only saluted one or two times. But he does it, he does it quite a bit over the 11 seasons. He, yeah, he does. 
can neither. Huh? Uh, uh, Beach, quick, give him a quarter. My entire life just flashed before my eyes, and I don't like the ending. That guy talking to Ralph looks mean. You don't get that job because of a winning smile. Did what I think just happened happen? I think Ralph just saved our Nicks. Oh, Ralphie, you sneaky devil. When these arms come down, you're going to get a great big hug. The Bowery boys are out of sight. What? All right, trivia time. The last episode's question, what was Radar's dog's name back in Iowa? And the answer, Ranger. Did hmm. you know that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's an easy one for you guys since the last one was so difficult. Uh, this episode's question, how many episodes of MASH were filmed? So total number. I only know it because I've seen it so many times. So it's ingrained in my head. Go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. I also want to take a moment and thank some people who have been sending in comments. So as of this recording, obviously if you sent in comments, I'll catch you on a later episode. But as of right now, we have, I want to thank Benjamin Perlman. Mark Sexton, John Commander, Jay Davis, Dara Wiseman, Chris Haskett, Deborah Battle, Chuck Metner, and Stephen Coltier. And I apologize if I slaughtered your name. I'm really bad at it. But thank you guys for sending in uh, answers. Obviously, you are all right because you're all amazing MASH fans. So I really appreciate it and keep those coming. I want to know if uh, Chuck's name is actually Charles. <laughs> well, he can email us and let us know. That would be cool. Yeah, please do, Chuck. <laughs> My hands are prunes! Please, Major, at a time like this, the less said about prunes. Obviously, Major, I was not put upon this earth to scrub bed linens. I hereby 
abdicate that my tub and wash me ward. fine, mister. I'm a doctor, not a woman, because there's a stack of bedpans outside a post op with your name on them. Ah! I'd sooner do the Lindy with Eleanor Roosevelt. Well, a one and a two. Majors, <laughs> please. I'm up to my epaulets and sick people, and he whines about doing a little laundry. Just a moment. I am trying to remember that you are a woman and a fellow officer. Don't patronize me, skinhead! You're not in charge here, bimbo! Bimbo! Hold it! No offense, Majors, but we just can't afford to act like nincompoops. There are sick people here, and the three of us are all we have. You're absolutely right, Father. I'm sorry, Major. My apologies as well, Major. Thank you, Major. You're welcome, Major. What'll it be, sheets or bedpans? There's the way we scrub our sheets. Scrub our sheets, scrub our sheets. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash4077podcast or just type in mash4077podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com slash geekyfanboy. All right, so that's going to do it on this episode. Again, another solid episode of MASH. That's, a, that's amazing. I love getting back-to-back episodes. They're really, really mm. good. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I am Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. No, no, go away. The other way. You brainless twitch, look what you've done to my laundry. Your laundry. Get this filthy motorcycle off my sheets. Humble, humble. Who is that man? What's he doing? Shame on you, Charles. You don't recognize the international signal for touchdown? That man is a North Korean soldier. Right, Charles. He came to pick up his laundry. Good thing it was ready or he'd have shot you. Read the antibiotics! Margaret, did you miss me? It's about time you two showed up. What'd you do, stop off at the beach? Humble, humble. Who's this? Ralph. We've been going crazy here! I don't know what all the fuss is about. I thought it was a piece of cake. Don't say... Cake? Well, you know us. Neither rain, nor sleet, nor snow, nor broken jeep. Nor kidnap, nor surrender, nor dark of loss. The jabbering lamp is out, boys. Get over to post-op. Post-haste. You better come too, Charles. We'll need your expertise. Some of the patients might need fluffing and folding. (laughs) Yay! Well, come on, Ralph. We've come this far together. Don't be a stranger. Besides, there's a whole ward full of people you haven't surrendered to yet. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us.
Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with The Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.